Hi, and welcome to another episode of Walleye Chronicles, where we sit down and talk to each and every one of you about how fishing has affected your life and how you grew up fishing. So today, I have Chris outdoors with me. If none of you haven't seen his daily morning going fishing while the rest of us are working, you got to check him out on TikTok. That's Chris Outdoors. I'd like to welcome Chris. How are you doing today? Good. Absolutely great. It is a gorgeous day outside. We should be fishing. We should be fishing. So I want to ask you, start off with, uh, what kind of up- upbringing did you have? Well, I grew up in Swamico. Okay. If you're familiar with Swamico, it's yep. north of Green Bay. And so I fished the heyday of perch fishing on the bay. Oh. So I got to go through when it was 50 and we catch bucket loads of wow. perch. Wow. So it was. Are those big fish too? Big fish. Big you fish. know, a lot of 12, 14 inch fish. Wow. Which, you know, you're starting to see it come back again, mm-hmm. you know, but it ain't like it was when I was a kid. Just, Never, nothing's ever the right. same when, it, when <laughs> you were a kid, you know. So but, how was the first experience? Was it in the boat or on ice or? Both, all the above, ice. I grew up, I fished all the time, 24-7, <laughs> kind of like I do now. Even more so right. back then, you know. But uh, um, caught a lot of fish, a lot of nice perch out there. But the bay was never like it is now. It wasn't as clean as what it is. It was dirty, oh, you know. Okay. No, we're talking 40 years ago. Yep. I'm 49, so, right. you know, it's, it's a long, a long time. time ago. So things are changing. It's changed. The Fox River, everything's changed. You know, it's cleaned up. Uh, mm-hmm. The fishing's so much better now. So How was the fishermen? A lot more fishermen or a lot less? A lot more fishermen. A lot more fishermen. <laughs> but, you know, for me, doing my thing in the morning, you know, I do a lot of shore fishing and uh, nobody gets up early. Nobody gets nope. up early and fishes. No. So, for me, it ain't so bad. Okay. But... So with them first times, that, do you remember your first fishing experience? Yeah, first fishing experience. Talk was us through that. Four years old, um, we went on White Clay Lake, and uh, we were ice fishing, actually. And my dad had a red van, piece of crap van. And uh, he drilled holes in the, in the floor of yep. it. And uh, we ice fished out of it, and I caught my first fish, which was a crappie. And, it, you know, it wasn't big, yeah. but it was my first fi- first fish at um, four years old. So it was just I was hooked from there, you know. I just lived and breathed, and I just all I want to do is fish, 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 fish. So we call I call those guys tubers because they have little tubes that drop down through. So what? So was there heat in there, or just leave the car? Leave it running. It was one of them cargo vans. Okay. So it was an empty van, so we just put holes in the back of it, and that's how we fished. So it was open. There was no, no, nothing. It wasn't. Right. You know, it could have been cool. I don't know. I was a kid, and I just enjoyed it. It was fun. Then no, no electronics. No electronics. Just you, know, you just drill out and this looks like a good spot and we'll call her a day. And I think that's the only fish. I don't remember for sure, but that's the only fish I caught, I know. Okay. So it was pretty cool. That's fun. So you uh, fished a ton? ton. A ton. So, uh, I tried to fish six, seven days a week. Wow. In the mornings before work. Before work. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then you do weekend stuff too as well. Weekends are usually with the kids and stuff like that. And then we'll do bobber fishing and stuff like that. You know, simple stuff. Simple stuff. Mm-hmm. So... As a kid, uh, when you get past fishing your dad, once, what was the experience like when you were a kid with your friends? Was there certain spots you were going to that all you had time. to be in all the time? I grew up on the Swamico River, yep. and so I I knew that river. I had those fish by name. You know, I, <laughs> I, I fished it so much, and it was me and one of my buddies, and we that's all what we did in the summertime. That's what we did. We went fishing, took our bikes to the river, yep. and we went fishing every day. Was there a certain technique you guys used? or is White this... Mr. Twisters. White Mr. Twisters. The good old White Mr. Twisters right. was the, caught everything. Right. You name it. Jig had my, no three ways, this live, no, no live White bait. Mr. Twisters. Nice. No. That's good. Then you have to worry mm-hmm. about carrying bait around. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything, contraptions made to your... Um, your bike to carry your stuff or you just nope one rod and a, and a backpack and we're off we're going you know and that's what i did all, all summer long leave in the morning come back at night mm-hmm. what, were yep. you, what were you targeting smallmouth bass smallmouth. 
Yeah, a lot of smallmouth. Back in the day, the Swamical River was a lot higher than it is now. Okay. Um, so there was a lot more bass draw in there, you know. And then there wasn't really any walleyes in there, but there's a few walleyes now. But uh, northerns, uh, panfish, there used to be a lot of bluegills in there, big bluegills in there. Oh. So, so you still go back there every now and then? Yep, I went back there. It ain't the same, but it brings back my memories, yeah. you know. You catch a few smallmouth in the spring of the year when they're, when they're coming up to spawn, but it ain't like it used to right. be, you know. Yeah, so. I went back to one of my old uh, middle school places to try to catch a walleye. And it, took, mm -hmm. it took a lot because, like mm -hmm. you say, things change over 40 things years. Change. You bet. And I finally, I finally grubbed up a 12-incher, and I'm like, that's good enough. I'm, yep. I'm out of here. Yep, yep. Well, back in the day in the Swamoka River, we used to catch – you know 20 inch smallmouth there used to be some oh. monsters in there and there's still some decent ones in there but it ain't, ain't like it used to be that's crazy yeah wow yep. so what um what things from your childhood that you still do besides fishing there the things that you pulled from your childhood that you still use today for oh, fishing wise uh the white mr twister believe it or not <laughs> you never have always have one with you always have one with me you it's, i'm telling you it's a go-to you catch so many fish so many fish with that thing it works great it's funny i have a i actually have a box that's just mr twisters mm -hmm. and it has i don't know eight or nine or no it says all the colors i can get in the one size basically it's yep they uh it is a a, lure, a plastic that universal yeah Mm-hmm. We were just up in Michigan fishing, and uh, my guy, a couple of my older friends, they're, you know, 70, 80 years old, and they were running live bait for walleyes. And I thought, well, I had a white Mr. Twister on, and I'm like, well, I'll let them do their thing. And I'm casting out that white Twister and just pumping it, you know, walleye after walleye after walleye. So after a little bit, they changed over to that. But the live bait, they were getting a few, but I was way out fishing them. They were aggressive, you know. So it just, it's weird how stuff like that, the old school stuff yep. comes back to play. Yep. So was that your first plastic? I'm guessing first plastic. plastic. I don't know if they had anything else back then. Well, they had them like beetle things. Beetle spins? Beetle spins. Those I never used were, them. I had a couple, mm -hmm. but I don't remember ever catching anything mm -hmm. on them. Yeah. Um, what, so what was your, so that was your lure, like your beyond lure choice. Your lure mm -hmm. choice. Um, what was your first, do you have a first bait shop that you're going to? Bob's bait and tackle. Bob's bait and tackle. Mm-hmm. On belt. Back in the day, do you remember that? I do not know. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was... It's still there? No, 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 no it's not there. No, that's long gone. So what was about that bait shop that makes you remember so much? Just because you're well, there right away or... Well, yeah, they had everything back in the day. You know, that was like a Nikolai's back in the day. Mm -hmm. But uh, my dad used to have a landscaping business. Okay. So it was... He did some work for Bob at Bob's Bait and Tackle. So then... As a kid, my dad got like, I don't know if it was a $100 gift card to go okay. there. So, and then he let me go in there and pick out anything I want. Right. So it was like, my toys are us. Right. What were you picking out? Whatever I could get. Rapala's, you know, whatever, was the, you know. Was that the, the, the one that you want? And you had the, the Twister, but the one thing you wanted is the, at the Rapala's. More expensive. Yeah. The Rapala's, you know, I couldn't with a, as a kid, you know, I'd get this here and that, yep. there, you know, little stuff, but now I can get some good Rapala's, you know. <laughs> so for a kid, you know, that was that, like that pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. You're able to get something that's yours and not mm -hmm. just trying not yep. to lose stuff out of your dad's tackle yep. box. So. Yeah. Or steal it out of his tackle <laughs> box. <Right? laughs> um, so as you got older, when, when did you guys have a boat growing up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, was it, what was that like? Well, it was a, a piece of crap, 14 foot with a maybe a 25 horse motor on it. So it just got us barely from point A to point B. Did the motor B, work? It worked barely. Because okay. everybody I've talked to, they've all had great motors to start. I'm like, I don't remember a great motor. I remember like... No. You know, it not starting well, and you have to do certain things to get That's it to go. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. it, it was one of them where you prayed, okay, it started good. Yes. All right. Because we used to fish, you know, being from Green Bay, we didn't fish Winnebago a whole lot. So we, we'd go to Brotherhood, Brother Town, and fish that. And we just go out. We didn't have really a graph or anything. So we just drift as a kid, you know, we just drifted and we'd catch 
uh, back in the day, there used to be a lot of sauger. Yep. We used to catch them, and we just drift, and that was the greatest thing. Mm -hmm. But we were out so far, you know, it's like, mm, I hope this hope the motor starts, yeah, right. you know. Um, was there anything you guys did to like customize the boat at all to change make your own well uh we used to um troll for browns out of marinette out of that out boat of, yeah out of that boat a little river so we made our own planer boards oh. homemade wood ones so that was kind of a neat little That's trick cool. for us yeah mm -hmm. something different did that work right away or is that no trial, it's trial and error yeah because sometimes they wouldn't pull right that they pull you know they you just <laughs> so we'd have like out of the four boards we made one or two of them you know would work right and the other two were uh, whatever you know but then you'd finally get it dialed in you know and it was pretty cool it worked that, pretty that's neat. awesome that's that's the cool stuff is trying mm -hmm. to figure out ways to get out and do things that yep. that not everybody can do exactly yep so um what was your your first boat my first boat, I had a John boat that was a uh, 14-foot, um, didn't have a motor on it. Oh, oars, yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever break the ends off them? And... <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and try to find them at the dime store or whatever? Yeah, that, that happens, yep. All right. Mm -hmm. So what did you do? Did you, um... I used to row everywhere. But this is 16. So at 16 years old, I had my own vehicle. I had my own boat. Nice. And you were living then. I was living. That's what I did. I... I, I fished. I worked and I fished. I didn't play any sports. I didn't do any of that stuff. I, I, uh, well, I mean, you had, be, you had to be pumped from rowing all the time. I, yeah, I could, I, yeah, I could arm <laughs> wrestle back in the day. <laughs> so, what kind of places did you take it on? Did you, what was your first place you went kind of on your own to your own thing? Uh, Kelly Lake. Uh, there's some little lakes around Kelly Lake that I fished, okay. small lakes that I could row around and stuff like that. It was back in the day. You see, I still lived in, in Swamico at that point. Okay. But then we moved to Shano and then I started fishing some of the Shano water. Okay. So, so you got away from the bass and are still in the bass? Still bass right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I catch a lot of bass, but that's not my main quarry. I like, I like fishing pike. Okay. Big pike. Uh, okay. But, but yeah. So I fish for everything. I'm a jack of all trees. I like catching fish. I don't catch care what it is. is fun. Yeah, that's never, mm -hmm. nothing wrong with catching fish. Yep. So have the first couple times or the first? Did you get to use your dad's boat? Did he let you take it out? No. On your own? No. Okay. No. He was one of them. No. No. That. You, you, no. No. I don't want to interact. <laughs> So did you have any issues with him taking your boat the first time? Did you ever have problems backing it in mm. and that kind of stuff? You know, all that no, stuff was, no, was all pretty good, good to go. with that kind of stuff. Being uh, my dad had a landscaping all business trailers. with trailers. So I was already, I was driving perfect by, you know, the time I was 10, <laughs> I was used to doing all that stuff. So I suppose that first boat you had all your life fast, everything you're supposed to have on there, whistles, everything. No, that was, that was just a plain John boat, you know, did it I, leak? I, I don't think it did. Okay. I think I had it bonded up pretty good. Right. <laughs> JB Weldon. Yeah, I don't even know yeah. if they had it back then, but yeah. That's funny. Yeah, then I uh, upgraded to a Murrowcraft. Okay. You know, and then it was a, a 50 horse. Um, so it was a nice boat, you yep. know, and I was living the life. You know, I could go right. out on some bigger water and stuff, yep. you know. You can drive so. around. You didn't have to launch where you're fishing anymore. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or stay close. Did you ever, when you're rowing, did you ever get caught like, you went too far and had to go back up. No, like, knock on wood. I've never oh. had any issues. Never had any I issues. I used to always, I grew up kind of rowing as well. And I would go, I would want to go to a place. I'm like, well, if I go, I got to go back. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I don't really know. We had this, we had a, a cottage on the, on the river in the Fox river and there was a bayou and mm -hmm. I always wanted to go fish the bayou. And, but it was a hike to get up there. Yep. And I'm like, well, yeah, you go all the way up. <laughs> you got to come back. Right. Yep. Um, as far as like, so you, Always fished all the time. Um, yeah. Work and fish. Work and fish. Work and fish. Um, what's your What's your favorite? What was your favorite back then place to go? Oh boy, back yeah. then. 
I really liked fish in the bay. I liked fish in the bay a lot. I uh, even with that rowboat, I went on a marinette and I actually trolled. Come on, dead serious, dead serious. Obviously, it was calm days. Mm, calm days, obviously. But I'd go off a of marinette and I'd troll out there. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch fish? Well, obviously, if you kept well, doing uh, that. Back in the day, I'd caught a lot of pike. More pike than trout. Oh, okay. I caught a few trout. Back in the day, there was splake, too, and they used to suck okay. splake there. Yep. So that's why we fished trout a lot over there. So that that my dad kind of got out of fishing, and so then I really took it serious, you know? Mm-hmm. So then I... I'm, I'm going out there. I'm going to fish that, you know? Yep. So then I had my own boat and I'm like, I'm going to do something. You know, I, first, you know, I was just uh, drifting and casting, yep. you know? And I'm like, heck with this. I can roll for a while, you know, and I can get this done. So yeah, so that, that's you what I did. Fish doing that, I caught fish doing that. Really? Yep, two rod holders on it and then rode. <laughs> I, I don't know if I made it real long. I don't know think right. I did it for eight hours, but I, I did it for probably an hour you or two. definitely definitely have the urge to fish well back in the day too i used to dig ponds by hand with with a shovel mm-hmm. because i wanted pet oh, fish yep when i was a kid and i actually had some pretty big northerns in a pond so i did a lot of fun stuff wow. you know so i i was addicted to fishing i guess you could say when did that really happen though when did it start was there a certain moment that you're like okay I'm, this is my goal for Boy, this i don't know fish. i think i think ever since i was little you know i just was addicted i like you know, you get something in your head and you just want to do it and keep right. doing it. So that's that's what it was for me. Has there ever been a bad day in the water for you around the shore? I'm sure there's always bad days. There's <laughs> always bad days. Anybody that says they have good days all the time, they're they're right. lying to you. What anything that sticks out in your head that like, God, this is terrible. Why do I do this? Not, no, not nothing I can think of off the head. But I'm sure there was some. You know, I know we we've got caught in storms out. You know, Lake yeah. Michigan trolling and stuff like that and. He's like, why? Well, you know, you can see it coming. Oh, we can wait no, another yeah, five can, minutes. Right. And then, well, we got you know, time. it was five minutes too late, yeah. you know. But nothing was like, oh, I'm quitting this, you know. All right. So no boat problems were breaking down or anything like that, you I'll know. Never get hurt. And no. Other than, other than uh, hooks and fingers, none of that Well, stuff. my buddy's got musky lures in them already, Oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you do, so musky fishing up there too as well? or Yeah, I do there? a lot of musky fishing. Mm-hmm. Like they, get, it, they get big up there. What's that? They get big up there. They do. Mm-hmm. The bay, we catch a lot of big muskies. Shawano Lake, we catch a lot of big muskies. Well, it's not really. I don't really hear too much about Shawano Lake. It used to be phenomenal. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. The stocking went down for a while with COVID and everything. So. Oh, I suppose. That's a the the fish don't reproduce, so it's a. So. Yeah. Which Which works okay with muskie because people generally don't keep muskie. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Catch and release. So. I don't know if everybody heard of anybody keeping a muskie, but. Yeah. I'm sure somewhere somebody does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do, you're a, I would say a more than average shore fisherman. I see you shore fishing a ton. Yes. You're very successful at it. Yeah. What makes you successful shore fishing? Um, a couple different things. I, I'm very versatile. I uh, move around. I pay attention to what people are doing. You know, if something ain't work for me, working for me and I see you catching, I'm going to be watching what you're doing and then, you know, I'll learn from it. Yep. You know, the biggest thing is to pay attention to what other people are doing around you if they're doing something that you're not. Right. Especially where you fish, that is a lot of public water. A lot of public water and a lot of diverse fisheries, even though it's the same river system. Yep. It's kind of crazy watching you go from catching trout to sheephead mm-hmm. to catfish to walleyes to bass. It's just like, Every morning, it's a different experience. With yeah, like today, I had four different species fishing on the Fox River. You know, from large mall or smallmouth to walleye to rock bass to sheephead, and I'm surprised I didn't get catfish because normally I either get channel cats or flatheads doing that right. with the Ned rig. So 
it, 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 I like using the Ned rig because it, you catch a lot of different fish yep. on it. It's yep. very versatile. It doesn't just target one species. Like yep. if you're only using a rip and wrap, you're only going to get a choice few species, right. you know? So I did, I have learned that that's more bass stuff has become part of my mm-hmm. daily, daily life. I, I fished last weekend at, um, Otter Street and yep. I didn't throw a walleye lure for mm, a good day and a half. Yep. You know, and did you catch was, fish? Yeah. Exactly. They're, they're a little small, but yeah. I caught fish. Yep. I mean, it just wasn't what our bite kind of moved out, but yeah, it's, I've moved on to more of that stuff, drop shotting and doing things like that or just anything to keep the, in their, in their front of their face. Right. And the, and the key is to not be one track. Like they only bite on this, or right? This is how many years they bite on this. The mm-hmm. key is to adjusting. If, if you know, the fish are there, they're going to bite on something, right. you know, just to figure it out. Have you, ever had, have you ever had any problems with, uh, people on the shore, shore fishing, any incidents on the shore? All the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> that's why, favorite? that's, that's why I go, cause I'm on public water and I go like, like this morning I was out fishing by five this morning. Yep. So I'm usually, I only fish for two or three hours in the morning and then I get going for work. So, yep. so I kind of try to avoid the riffraff because <laughs> there's well and you know it's your public water so that's yeah. what you get yeah so yeah, we've all seen the we've all seen the fights on shore and mm-hmm. the pier and stuff so it's pretty awesome yeah i just i just if something happens or whatever i just pick up shop and i'll just go fish somewhere else you know i'm done you know there's plenty of places to fish there's it's, plenty of places. it's remarkable your your scenery every morning is different it's that's, like you're never in the same spot and that's why people like watching my lives on tiktok because i'm constantly doing something different i'm not no cut against people but they put three rods in the water for catfish and they yep, just sit there it. and that's it Yep. I like to, okay, well, what are you going to do today? Yep. You know, sometimes I'll be in the boat. Sometimes I'll be in Pashto. Sometimes I'll be in Marinette. You know, mm-hmm. you never know where I'm going to be. I never know where I'm going to be, you know. <laughs> is that work-related? So if you're going this place, say I'm that side of town, I'll exactly. go there early? Yeah, exactly. So I sell tires. So my locations I pick up tires from are all over the uh. eastern part of Wisconsin. So therefore, if I'm in Marinette, <laughs> I'm going to stop at Hattie Street and go shore fishing for a little bit, you know. So that's why pretty well yeah so that's why that makes sense i was wondering like what does this guy do that he's every morning especially because i get to work and i usually do a quick little scroll see everything's going see how Mm -hmm. you know i get up in the morning and i put my stuff out there and Mm -hmm. i it's a half hour before i get to work and i just double check it and then you always pop up right away (laughs) and i usually put you on the side of the the computers i get going then i get frustrated Mm -hmm. because you're fishing and i'm not usually Around that time, it's around seven or so. You usually have caught something, you're holding something up. And I'm like, okay, I can't deal with this. Yep, yep, yeah, turn me off. Don't, right? yeah, I ain't dealing with him. Yeah, yep. there's, a, there's a few guys that do that. Get up. There's not a lot that get up and fish all the time, but no. there's you're always up, and there's a couple other guys that get up, and I'm like, oh man, if I could just do that. I mean, I suppose I could. I just, well, and the, the nice thing with me is, you know, with kids, I don't do the afternoons or whatever. I want to be with my kids. So yep. the mornings, I either got to get up early and go fishing, or as I'm not going fishing, right? You Which know, is, I mean, so that I make it work for me, you know, yeah. I think, and it's, it serves your urge. If you don't make in the morning, are you jonesing all day? Yeah, because I'll be like, boy, it's calm. Oh, and then I'll go on TikTok and somebody else will be fishing. I'll be like, mm, <laughs> kind of like what you're doing. You know, yeah, exactly right. the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I get, I usually go after work. So it's a little, I get, I'm like, okay, it's yep. nine more hours. I can be out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So is it, um, is it a drug for you kind of in a yeah. way? Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's, it's. I get a big kick out of it because I can take people on the journey with me. Mm-hmm. Not that I need the people to come with right. me on the journey. It's just neat that they can see and right. they can do it because yep. I'm not in no private spot. I'm nope. not, I tell basic you basic things basically. Yeah, you tell everybody what you're doing. exactly. So everybody can do what I'm doing and it's relatively cheap what I'm doing. Yep. So anybody can, it's 
anybody can do it. Have you had people come out that watch you that yep. come that come out with you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So you like you're gonna be like the guy in the morning down in Miami that has run on the beach for forty years and has like a hundred people with them. So you're gonna have your own group I every morning. Not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I don't want to do that. Fifteen people lined up waiting for Chris. Chris, what are we doing? Chris today? Fish, where are we at? What's what are we doing here? Grab the tackle box. Let's go. All right. So oh, that's awesome. So you have kids. I have kids. So are have they? Are they taking after you? Do they love fishing as well as you? Or are they still kind of well, taking everything? My oldest is uh, 13 going on 30. Okay. So you know how that is. Yep. I have it, a 13-year-old. Yeah. yeah. And she's she, she's doing her own thing. She okay. likes fishing. Yep. But she can take it or leave it. You yep. know? She likes doing the lives and holding the camera for me and doing okay, that kind of stuff. Cool. She gets a kick, a kick yep. out of that. But she doesn't care about the fishing. She cares less. She cares less. Like, Who's watching? How many people are watching? What's going on? <laughs> you know, that stuff. Uh, my twins... Um, I took them out, uh, fishing. We were up in the UP this last weekend and, uh, I got these little crayfish nets and, uh, um, my old, uh, my boy, he's older by two minutes, but, uh, he's out there with the net netting the fish for me. I'm catching crappies, you know, and he's just having a ball and he's addicted, but my daughter's more outdoorsy than, than he is. She oh, okay. likes being, cause I live in the woods and I got 21 yep. acres in the woods. So she's always my right hand man. She's always oh, planting, nice. uh, you know, planting, uh, vegetables and stuff like that and so she's more outdoorsy than he is so you got a couple ones that are gonna be by your side pretty soon coming up huh mm -hmm. that's cool that's good they love being in the boat they love it right mm -hmm. that's the best i mean a lot of times we talk about going on fishing catching fish but a lot of times it's just the conversation just the taking them out being out know, there mm -hmm. that's what it's some, all about some place to be and as if it's with your kids or friends or whoever you're mm -hmm. with it's yep. kind of the other things that that kind of keep us coming back all the time because yep. fishing can fishing can be terrible sometimes Tell me and, about it. Uh, and the other times it can be great. So as far as technology from when you were a kid to now, are you into the technology now or? To a point. To a point. Mm -hmm. I don't live and breathe. You know, I got all the fancy electronics on my boat, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, I got side imaging in the 360. I don't have uh, the live or any of that stuff. Um, my buddy does. Awesome. 360 is pretty neat. Yeah. But the problem I, I have with it is a lot of times I just want to fish. You know, mm -hmm. I, I know the fish are over here. Yep. I'm just, I just want to fish. Yep. I don't need to be, oh, there's a fish right there. I got to catch right there. You know, and you kind of get, people get stuck in that mode. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to go through, mm -hmm. although there's some, some pros up there now that are really killing it with that. But I think oh, we're going to yeah. go through a mode where kind of like we do at home with kids and, and, and video games, they're kind of getting fixated mm -hmm. on, on these screens and, yep. and I have, you know, a lot of this stuff too. And, yeah. and I just kind of used to find the fish. I tried not to watch yep. it because you get stuck. Mm -hmm. You get stuck and it's almost like being stuck in your phone. Yep. Mm -hmm. and it's tough. Exactly. To, you don't really take the rest of the world in too, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I, I use it for my basics. I, I, I got to at least know there's fish there. Yep. And once I know there's fish there, then I'll, I'll let nature take its course. Yep. I'll, I'll figure out how to catch them, you know. I gotcha. So. Yeah, I can I have a, a live scope and. Yep. And it, I can. Oh. I have noticed myself getting stuck in it. It, it's and too like, easy. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times I just, and I fish a lot of rocks, so it doesn't much really matter. I can't really see them anyways. But yep. when I'm out like on the bay or someplace in Winnebago that there's nothing there and you can mm -hmm. see them, then it's just, it's almost frustrating. It's almost like having a camera. Yeah. You know, when the cameras first came mm -hmm. out, we all watched cameras for hours and be like, so awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. It's also the worst thing. <laughs> yeah. Watch them all yeah. So Cause fast. then you'd actually see the fish and then they wouldn't bite. Yeah. You know, but boy, I tell you what, speaking of the, uh, the camera, I first got a camera when they first came out. Um, and we were up on Butternut Lake, and there's so many rock piles on Butternut. Yep. And uh, we're going through the camera, you know, looking for looking for fish. And all of a sudden, we found them, and it was just loaded with them. And that camera was just like, 
right. and I was really young, you know, I don't exactly know when, but it was one of the first cameras that came out. And me and my cousin were out there and it, it was like Christmas for us, you know, we found the mother load, you know, and it was just <laughs> awesome, you know? So, yeah, I mean, it's fun just to watch them too and watch them react. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot from that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So you stayed away from electronics pretty much. Yeah. I mean, other than to find them and locate them and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, GPS is probably the best or the best thing awesome. on, on the mm-hmm. boat. I mean, now we know where we're going at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, now you can put it on your phone, you know. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, I use because I, I use fish so much that mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't take the graph with me. I just have everything on my phone, right? You know, oh, Navionics and you can do whatever. Um, so uh, on also you ice fish. So um northern basically or all everything. everything. I I, I don't bay every, everywhere. Everywhere. I fish for everything. If it bites, if it swims, I fish for it. <laughs> what do you target though? Depends on the season. You so know, ice fishing, what are you going for? Uh say depending on where I'm at. Uh, you say say if you're looking for food. If I'm looking for something to eat, pike. Pike's my number one for yep. eating wise. Pike's really good. Um, Panfish are good. Yeah, pike. I think people hate get, the bones. Hate the bones. But I mm-hmm. do believe it's one of the best meats out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. When did you first learn to clean them? I cleaned hot, so many fish when I was younger. Oh. Did, did you? How I many times fish. did you did you mess up before you kind of finally? Figured I out? don't know. When I was a kid, you know, I'd go to school and my dad would go out perch fishing. You know, I remember the the limit was fifty back yep. then. He'd come home with a bucket full of perch and then I'd have to clean them. So I got that oh. stuck with that. So. So for a while, you didn't get to catch it. No, so then I hated them. I hated perch. I hated anything to do with perch. I didn't want to eat them. I didn't want to see them. I didn't want to catch them. I didn't want nothing to do with them. So Uh, after school, I'd come home and clean fifty perch. You know, you know, fifty perch by yourself. That's that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and especially you didn't. You had electric play knife. You'd have been old school or pala wood handle. I got good at it quick. Scaling. scaling. Mm -hmm. No, we we we, I scaled them. I suppose they're Mm -hmm. they're bigger. Yeah, by us. Mm -hmm. 10 inches we want to yep. steal probably. But. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I did uh, come home and I'd have two hours stuck in the cleaning fish, you know. For the full version of this podcast, check out Fix TV. And remember, follow me on the talk at Smile and Fish and everywhere else at Matt Snell.